0: Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Peter Pan Man Dan, a podcast about fatherhood. This season is mostly about those early days of parenting. It's about that transition from your old life into a new one that's now filled with diapers, sleepless nights, confusion, and self-reflecting questions like, why the fuck did I decide to have a baby? If I had to give this season a title, it would be Welcome to Hell! I was also considering we're not in Never Never Land anymore, or Out of Neverland and Into Hell. But we'll stick with Welcome to Hell. I'll explain where this title came from in a minute here. But first, let's recap. At the end of Season 1, our beautiful blue-eyed baby boy, Theodore John Marshall, came screaming into the world after my beautiful wife Meredith pushed for two hours. We'd call him Theo for short. We had been preparing for months. Nine of them, in fact. I had finally set aside my Nintendo Switch and started to study up. I read Emily Oster's Expecting Better, Harvey Karp's The Happiest Baby on the Block, and Heidi Murkoff's What to Expect When You're Expecting. I also read John Steinbeck's East of Eden. Not to prepare for the baby, but because I had never read the masterpiece and figured it would be impossible to find time once the little bundle arrived. We had taken a class over Zoom because of the ongoing pandemic. We had collected advice from friends willing to share. We had gotten as much sleep as we could. And now, he was here, in the flesh. Our little miracle baby boy had arrived. After confirming that baby and mom were healthy and that Thea was the best and cutest baby in the world, we started to spread the good news to family and friends. Meredith was exhausted because... If you remember, she had just pushed a human life out of a small hole in her body for two hours. So, I did most of the texting. Real helpful hero over here, am I right? Everyone was ecstatic. Well, I don't know if they were ecstatic, but they appeared to be happy for us. They texted things back like, Wow, congratulations! Or, So happy for you. Or, You'll be great parents. I guess it would have been weirder if they weren't. I'm glad they weren't like, Fuck! I'm sorry. Or, Bummer, dude. I'm sure you can get through this tough time. Well, there was one friend, a goofball from college with two kids, who sent a text message that just said, Welcome to hell. It was accompanied by a clip from Jimmy Kimmel Live. He followed it up with another text. Just kidding. Sort of. Now... When I received the text, I was tired. Meredith's water had broken at 3 a.m. I had been up late the night before watching movies and dicking around. I had been trying my best to enjoy the last few days of serenity and freedom before the baby arrived. This meant I was running on like three hours of sleep. So, I didn't have it in me to watch the four-minute, 14-second clip. I just texted back, ''Haha, thanks buddy, we're happy to be in hell.'' The next couple of days were hectic. We were still in the hospital trying to absorb childcare do's and don'ts from the nurses, while also stealthily stealing as many diapers as possible, all on not much sleep. It's virtually impossible to get any rest in a hospital. Nurses, doctors, and visitors are in and out. You're basically running off adrenaline in the faint hope that you might one day return to the comfort of your own bed. I didn't have a chance to watch the Jimmy Kimmel Live clip until the next night. I was sleeping next to Meredith's hospital bed on a slightly padded bench bed sort of thing that might as well have been the floor of a janitor's closet. The clip was an interview with comedian, actor, and Saturday Night Live alum Andy Samberg from 2017. I love Andy Samberg. He's one of the best. If he's in something, you know it's going to be funny. So I was excited to watch. I clicked play. In the clip, the charming jokester talked about his new daughter and adventures in early parenting. He joked about buying the new Steph Curry Under Armour shoes that were famously panned for being hideous, all-white, boring-as-fuck dad shoes. I'm changed! My dad instincts are kicking in, joked Sandberg. I chuckled, but at this point, I was wondering why my pal had sent me the clip with the cryptic, Welcome to Hell, message. I mean... Didn't he know that I was a dad now, and every second I watched something, I was sacrificing sleep? Was he warning me not to buy dad shoes? Was there a point? Then Sandberg started in on his closing bit. When your wife is pregnant and you're expecting, everyone's like, it's incredible, get ready, it's magic. It's the most life-changing experience you'll ever have. Brace yourself for heaven. And then the second the baby comes, everyone is like, Welcome to hell. I giggled and then went to sleep for like an hour until Theo woke me up. After we brought Theo home, we started to get acclimated to our new life. And holy shit, it was way harder than I thought it would be. Babies are non-stop need machines sucking the life out of you. Literally for moms. It all just felt so abrupt. One day I was dancing around Neverland without a care in the world. Only responsible for myself and my beloved dog and best friend, Maple. And the next day, I was responsible for a child who literally needed everything. So started the transition from our old, selfish lives into one where everything was about trying to make sure Theo was alive, healthy, and as happy as a newborn can be. Which, it turns out, isn't very happy. If you remember from season one before Theo's arrival, I spent most of my days working on movie scripts, eating pretzels, and wondering what I could do to advance my writing career. Sure, I might do a friend a favor here or there, or hold a door open for a stranger, if they were attractive. But my life was mostly about me. To go from sleeping all night to waking up every couple of hours, from having almost endless amounts of free time to not having any, and from not getting peed on to getting squirted in the eye at 3 a.m., It was all an adjustment, to say the least. During the first few weeks, I remember getting a little pissed off at all my friends who had kids for not properly warning me of the looming shitstorm. I mean, I guess a few did. They'd advise, sleep while you can, or get ready for your life to change. But no one said anything that properly prepared me for the real thing. I suppose it's hard to describe, and that you have to live it to truly know what it's like. It's a little like looking through a traveler's guide. You can read all about a place or look at a billion pictures, but once you get there, it's still different than what you were imagining. "'Why didn't you warn me about this?' I asked friends. "'Yeah, sorry,' said one friend who had a nine-month-old girl. "'It's rough. The first two months basically feel like you're hungover every day.'" "'Yeah, hungover, but without the benefit of having a fun night out,' I added." I still liked to make alcohol-related jokes even though I had stopped drinking five years earlier. Then I remembered the welcome to hell text. My pal sending it all made sense now. This newborn shit wasn't some magical utopia or some dance through the clouds, but rather was some sort of seemingly inescapable hell that you had to survive like a shadeless trek through the Sahara. I know it's looked down upon to say the following, but fuck it, I will anyway. I legitimately hated just about every second of being a parent for the first three months. Don't get me wrong, I felt a profound and instantaneous love for little Theo the second he arrived. I knew right then and there that I would literally take a bullet for him. I'd dedicate the rest of my life to making sure that he had a full and wonderful existence he was now my top priority. And there were some great moments, like when he'd nap on my chest or when he'd wrap his little hand around one of my fingers. But still, the first stretch of parenting is a really, 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 really rough adjustment that sort of resembles hell. I mean, I've never actually been to hell, believe it or not. The closest was when my beloved father had ALS and my family had to care for him. We'd do stuff like wake up throughout the night to change his diaper. We'd drive his wheelchair around, and we'd feed him through a G-tube surgically implanted in his stomach. But all this baby stuff felt like it was harder than taking care of a terminally ill man, purely from a physical standpoint. The early stages of parenting are a period of mourning the loss of your old life while slowly accepting that this is your new reality. It's a period of loneliness, as the outside world mostly leaves you be. They figure that you have your hands full with a new baby which for us was amplified tenfold since Theo stupidly decided to be born during a pandemic. How about some better timing, buddy? It's a period that tests your relationship with your partner. It's a period where you're supposed to act all happy, like you're living in that slice of heaven Sandberg mentioned, despite everything being so hard and different and sucky. Some people would be like, enjoy every second, it goes fast. I wanted to say, good, I hope this goes fast, but felt like I had to force a tired smile and say, I know, it's all so special and fun. God, what a fucking dream this baby stuff is, right? Then I'd dance a jig just to prove how happy and full of energy I was, despite not sleeping. When I'd commiserate to friends about the challenges of adjusting to life with a newborn, they'd assure me that it all starts out hard and then gets easier. They tell me that things will get better some said at the two-month mark others said at three months some even said a year but these assurances don't really help when you're going through it it's like telling someone army crawling through broken glass that it's okay because one day they won't be army crawling through broken glass three months fuck that seems like a decade away i tell him back one of my writer friends, who is way funnier than I am and much better at succinctly describing things than me, texted, It's basically a poorly designed video game where the hardest level is first, but then it gets easier and easier. I absolutely loved that analogy and told it to any poor asshole who got stuck listening to me bitch about this new parenting stuff. But that's what this newborn shit is. It's Mike Tyson's punch-out, but you start off fighting Mike Tyson instead of Glass Joe. It's Mario, but you have to toss Bowser into a fiery hell pit before you can bounce through Womp's fortress. The overwhelming comment I got was that friends remembered very little about the first few months. They'd say something along the lines of, Oh yeah, it sucks really bad, but you just block that stuff out. I mean, I virtually remember nothing from it. They were framing it almost like it was a traumatic event or like they were in a horrific accident and their brains had basically repressed all the hell and pain that they had gone through. But as far as I'm concerned, it's important to remember the hard times. They help us put the other, less difficult moments into perspective. So, instead of trying to just move on from this absolute nightmare, I figured I'd podcast about it in hopes that it connects with parents who've gone through it or are going to go through the same hell. So with that, Let's get started with Season 2 of Peter Pan Man Dan. Let's leave Never Never Land kicking and screaming and enter baby hell. This has been Peter Pan Man Dan, a Mangano Movies and Media Podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the first episode of Season 2 of Peter Pan Man Dan, where Meredith and I bring Theo home from the hospital and discover just how hard taking care of a newborn is. Talk to you then.